John. Jim. How you doing? Well, I didn't make the the park, but because of all the play, uh, spots were taken, but I'm I'm near it, so I shouldn't have any trouble. Good. Well, this is Jim English, and welcome to my podcast. It's called the Who Gives a Shit Files, and we have the esteemed musician, blues musician, <laughs> John Garner, who is the master of the harp. He is truly an amazing harp player, and I saw him a couple of weeks ago at the Harp Inn in Costa Mesa, and he was blowing like a hurricane. Uh, what'd you think of the gig? And that, by the way, we're going to talk about USC football, but if you've listened to my podcast, you know, we tend to digress a little bit <laughs> and this is a digression. How did you think your gig went, John? Uh, it was fine. It was, uh, uh, we did an eight track recording that day and, um, uh, that, that always is interesting to listen to because sometimes you it didn't play as good as you thought you did, you know, but uh, we had a good time. It was great. And thank you for coming, Jim. Oh, my pleasure. And I want you to know that the, the riot in cell block number nine by the Robins, but it was by the Golden Butter Review Band this time. I loved your cover version of that. And I love your vocals, John. <laughs> thank you, Jim. And by the way, John Garner is my oldest friend in California. So I am, we are 70 years old and we both met when we were 21 in 1973 at Big Canyon Country Club where we hung out with all the rich people. We got to yell at their kids <laughs> and he was a lifeguard and I was a pool tenant. And what he did is I didn't know a soul because I just moved from New Jersey and what happened is John welcomed me with open arms. I met all of his high school buddies, and I am still, in, you know, part of the harbor, the Newport Harbor crew, with the graduating years of '69, '70, '71, and '72, because that's where all our friends are, John. So thank you for, you know, inculcating me into your group. What was that word you just used? Inculcating? I've never heard that one before. <laughs> I, think I think it's applicable. Did you make know, that up? up <laughs> no. I, no, I, I'm pretty sure that inculcating means like to bring you in, to suck you in. Uh, I guess I could have said that. That was, that's in, a, okay, perfect then. Inculcating <laughs> just jumped into my mind and it just spewed out. So, you know, John and I are in a really good mood because we're lifelong Trojan fans. And John is going to tell us about the game against Rice. What, where would you like to start, John? Because there's a lot to talk about. Well, I think we, I'd like to start with uh, Caleb Williams, for one thing. Oh, my um, Lord. Uh, you know, I mean, he, he has a he, – that was his eighth – collegiate starts and i'm not saying that rice was exactly the 85 chicago bears or anything but he to me he reminded me of a a blend of uh the poise of matt Leinert, the uh passing accuracy 
at maybe even better than Keaton Slovis. And he ran every bit as smoothly and fast as Rodney Pete. So you combine those three attributes and the guy's really smart, very calm. Uh, he's good. He's really good. His poise, John, was unbelievable. It was like he's unflappable in that pocket. Yeah. Yeah, he he got some pretty darn good blocking too. I have to say, he he did. I mean, it's it's truly amazing. And you know what I love, which will serve recruiting better, is is Lincoln Riley and him were having, and Damon Williams were having such fun on the sideline. I mean, it's like they're really enjoying each other. They're enjoying the moment. They're having a great time. I mean, it was just, and plus the fact he's such a leader out there and so poised. I mean, he's he's a remarkable quarterback, John. You're right. Yeah, he's good. He's like an athletic version of Matt Liner. I don't, I don't know is. what more to say. There's not much more to say. <laughs> no. You, and what else, since we're on the offense, was there anything that surprised you about the offense? Um, let's do, or you can talk about the attributes of the offense. Well, one thing, offense was, one thing ahead. that, one thing that surprised me was watching Travis die level pass rushers. I don't know if you've caught that, but, uh, he might not have had the greatest statistical, uh, performance running the football of the Trojan running backs, but, but twice he literally flattened guys that were blitzing. And one of them, one of them, he flattened him and then and then ran out and caught about a 15, 20 yard pass right after on the same play. It's pretty, pretty good. So, yeah, they're all, um, you know, trying hard and um, having a good time. And we'll see if uh, that key. Oh, what is this person doing? Oh, God. Look. Oh, <laughs> I just I just got wedged in by somebody here. That's nice. Oh god, <laughs> what a jerk. Of course maybe the guy lives here, I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um so uh yeah, um what were we talking about? Oh yeah, the um the offense was was really a joy. Um there there wasn't much to not like about it. The the receivers were excellent, you know, um, Jordan Addison and all the rest of them. All of a sudden, I've been invaded here. Anyway, um, you know, the receivers were great. Um, the um, The blocking of the offensive line was wonderful. Um, about the only thing that I was a little bit disappointed with was after all this talk about how they were gonna um, they were gonna um, do more passing to the tight ends this year. There was only one catch by any tight ends on the Trojan team, so that's really? something. To, yeah, that's something to keep an eye on. But I mean, I I would, you know, if you got all these wide receivers running all over the place and wide open, I mean, why just tell the tight ends to block? You know. I'll, I'll bet Lincoln Riley also, you know, what he was doing is, you know, didn't want to give Stanford too much of the playbook 
on film. So I'll bet you he goes more to the tight ends against Stanford. I don't think there's any question about that. In fact, he might even save them for something other than Stanford even. Because I don't know. Um, last year, USC made, I mean, it was, I think it was Clay Helton's last game, if I'm not mistaken. But they made uh, they made Stanford look like the really good team that they're not. Let me put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And by the way, if that wasn't Clay Helton's last game, it should have been his last game. I think it was, but I'm not sure. It Actually, was miserable. Oregon, whatever. Oregon State should have been his last game. I think he was there, uh, gone by then, but I, but don't. Oh, that's right. He was gone by then. But anyway, so, you know, I love the offensive line, John. They were firing on all Sydney, you know, and I, I just I want to get back to Damon Williams, and I'll tell you why. He's got such a joy. Who is Damon game. Williams? What, who, what's the name of the quarterback? Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. Darn it. Caleb Williams, sorry about that. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> you know, that's why I have you on. You're the expert because I can't even remember the name of the quarterback of my favorite team. Can you believe that? <laughs> so, anyways, Caleb looks – he plays with such a joy and confidence. I mean, he's so much fun to watch. I mean, I've just never seen in recent years such a steady hand in the back in the backfield of the Trojans. It was amazing. Just amazing. Yeah, it really was. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes when he gets tested. Um, uh, although he got tested last year in that Texas game and he was unbelievable in that. And I thought, to be honest, I thought the way he threw the football on Saturday was just absolutely beautiful to behold. I mean, take, you know, you can, you can take away, uh, well, you, you can't take it away, but even if you don't consider, you know, his poise, his running ability, the leadership and everything, just his ability to pass the football alone was, that was really impressive, in my opinion. And, you know, I think that USC, this was such a recruiting tool to watch the quarterback in the what'd you think of Addison well I mean he he they, they didn't need him to do too much but he still scored two touchdowns you know I mean he he, he, I, he was good he was really good that that move that he put on that defensive back on the first touchdown I mean that's something you don't see every day where he did that kind of uh, zigzag move. It was really nice. Really good. He's, you know, there, I mean, there is no questioning their offense, really. I even thought the backup quarterback so. did well. Oh, yeah. He, um, he, he would, I mean, immediately, the, as soon as he went in, the, the drop off between Caleb Williams and uh, Miller Moss is, is pretty substantial. I mean, there's no way of uh, sugarcoating or disputing that. Uh, but he, you know, he looked good. He, I mean, he's a, I mean, the guy was a four-star quarterback recruit. He, he is no slouch. No, and it's just amazing that Caleb made a four, you know, a four-star quarterback look like very pedestrian. Uh, yeah. Compared to, 
It's exactly. Just, I mean, I can't rave. I can't remember his name, but I can't rave about him enough. I mean, just remarkable poise. Yeah, just, he looked good. Oh my God, he. This is I. I, I couldn't. You know, I just couldn't be more happy and pleased with the first game. Now, you want to talk a little bit about defense because that's where the surprise came, huh? Um. Well, I mean, if you're talking about those three pick sixes, um, yeah, that was that was quite a surprise. I I have to agree with you there. I mean, it was amazing. Uh, you know, uh, I I think the defense is um, well. We all know that the defense isn't going to be like the 2008 or 1972 Trojans. We we know that. Um, but, um, and, you know, and they started out a little rough, too. They had a guy, uh, you know, they had a couple of guys break through for long games. And, but one thing that, 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 you know, that led to the pick sixes that, I, that should not be ignored was the hustle that uh, uh, Kalen Bullock, the, the defensive back number seven, displayed when that guy broke through and he looked like he was gone for a 75 yard touchdown or whatever that was. And he ran the guy down at the 20 yard line and tackled him. And then within a couple of plays was when they, when he had scored, a, he was rewarded for his efforts with a 93 yard uh, interception return for a touchdown. Boy, that so, blew the game that, that open. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. It, well, it, yeah, it was, they already had a lead by then, but um, that that was, I won't say it was the nail in the coffin, but it, it certainly, they, let's just say they had the hammer out, you know, at that point. They did, and they were lining up the nail to put it in the coffin. What yeah. else did you observe on the defense that surprised you? Um, well, um, I thought I was really surprised that they went to so much zone defense in the first half. Mm-hmm. And there was quite a bit of receivers running open. And then I'm sure you probably noticed that, you know, they started inching the DBs a little closer to the line of scrimmage. The pass rush was a lot more spirited and uh, they, they, they just played tighter coverage. And, um, and also it didn't hurt that the, 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 uh, the, the starting quarterback for Rice was injured also so um as far as surprising um you know i just uh i i i thought i and this is not universal i've noticed um i i thought the two inside linebackers especially uh shane lee played really really good i mean i've heard all this stuff about, oh, he, he's just like a run stopper, you know, and he's slow and all that. But he was out covering, you know, sideline to sideline on passes to the running backs. And he, was, he wasn't getting left in the dust. I mean, I thought he looked really good myself, Shane Lee. I couldn't agree more. Where did he – he's a transfer, right? Yeah, from Alabama. That's right. He's – you know, I as I recall, he played his freshman year, and then his sophomore year he didn't play much. So then he came to us. 
But I mean, he looked. He, I mean, he looked like a, a USC All American linebacker. I thought. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I will say that he looked tough and smart and strong. And, uh, and looked, they they had none of the above at linebacker last year. Yeah, I mean, if he, you know, once again, it's only one game, and we know that right. Rice is not a, you know, a, you know a, 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 you know, a beast of an opponent. No. And you know, yes. Uh, you know, I thought that they were going to USC was going to win, but I didn't think they were going to win in the fashion that they did. And I mean, those players look like they've been playing together forever. Everybody was on the same page. And you know what I love, John? I absolutely loved is hardly any penalties to speak of. Uh, yeah, they didn't start having penalties until the second string offensive line came in. And uh, then they started having some penalties. But but still, it wasn't just this onslaught of penalties like last year. And they, they didn't come at crucial times during the game either. I thought that uh, there was a targeting call that was marginal in the first half. And, yeah. uh, but, but the, the, you're right. You're right. There, there weren't many penalties at all, you know, like no guys jumping off sides or, or like a guy like, like last, last week, you joked about the kicker last year getting kicked out of the game with a personal foul on the opening kickoff. <laughs> I mean, that just goes to show you what a different deal it is. I mean, they're serious about football now, but not having fun too, you know? Yes, and you know what I really like the fact. So, you know, you got young men in an emotional game, and there's going to be celebration, okay? But the celebration for USC was appropriate, you know, and they didn't get in people's faces. They were professional out there. They look like, and, you know, I'm going to harken back to a point we made last year about Alabama. They looked like they look professional and having fun and their celebrations were Alabama. Like they respected their opponents, even well, though they were I, killing them. Except for the, the Heisman posed by Ray Leak Brown. That was one. <laughs> yes. I, I imagine he heard a little bit from Lincoln on that one. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, it wasn't, that know, was a are, bit much. That was, that was, he didn't need to do that. But other than that, it I mean, wasn't as, that, it wasn't like last year though, where some USC linebacker would would jump up and down and you know pound his chest after tackling a, a runner that's just just made a ten yard gain for a first down. You know, it, it wasn't anything like that. Down twenty one points, you know, at home. So yeah, I mean, none of that. I mean, what became evident to me was, a, a, you know, a culture of accountability, discipline, but lots and lots of fun. These kids had a great time out there, almost as much fun as I did watching the game. Well, I just, you know, it's, it, I mean, it was, it turned into a, be a, 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 you know, Rice gave him a test for, I don't know, like one quarter. And it turned, it, it really did turn into be a, a, 
a glorified scrimmage slash track meet after a while, you know. But I, I thought the the three pick sixes was just that. I mean, that was I don't I that was pretty amazing. I don't think USC has ever done that. Um, I think that's I, an SC record. Yes, I mean yeah, that's unbelievable. That was pretty cool, especially for a defense that has heard how they're going to be lousy and the offense is going to be great. They showed some pride and some real explosiveness too. Well, you know, the other thing I really, really like about this week with Stanford is, uh, you know, everybody uh, thinks that, that the biggest weakness that SC has is going to be stopped. John. 